much better than this guys being dudes here on the draft dudes podcast presented by locked on it's joe marino kyle Krabs, and that's it and we are your hosts here on this monday episode of the show today's podcast is brought to you by built bar built bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your next order kyle happy monday to you can't believe you discluded my daughter from the introduction. You know, I didn't she know right there too, just I to be know. like, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I <laughs> thought about introing her, but then I was like, man, I don't know if Kyle wants people to know that. Well, I was going to let her fly under the radar and then she sneezed. So okay. now there's the, the tiniest little elephant in the room that we had to acknowledge. Uh, yeah. We're on dad duty this morning for the podcast, but uh, she's been very well-mannered thus far and she slept good last night. So, uh, which is good. So you're hanging in. You're going to have a good old time. Yeah. And Monday's right. one of those days. We just don't have a lot of flexibility. So it, it was. Right. Everybody's got to go to work on Monday. So <laughs> it's like, how do you balance that? And sometimes it's uh, you got Bluey on in the background yeah, and, see uh, that, and yeah. a bottle in her mouth. And you see how long she can keep oh. herself entertained. Listen to you talk while you're sitting right yeah. next to her. Yeah, well, hopefully she uh, enjoys half of the Draft Dudes podcast because uh, she doesn't get a chance to hear my audio. And, you know, you just you hate that for her, but uh, she'll get to hear your half of the show. And I'm excited about today's content because I'm excited about digging into this next crop of prospects. And so we want to yeah. talk to you about the Draft Network's summer scouting process and kind of peel back the curtain a little bit and tell you what we're going to be working on for the next uh, what do you call it? Three months, two months, something like that. Three months, call three. So, Kyle, this is a a process that we started last year. We continue to tweak it, and it's uh, year two. So, if you will, outline the plan. Yeah. So, uh, I think it it became no secret throughout the process last year that we have uh, adopted a scouting department and a scouting department approach to watching and, and analyzing players. And that includes uh, each member of our team having defined regions that are available to them on uh, schools and conferences. And uh, what that allows you to do is to, to really do the deep dive stuff instead of trying to have everybody simultaneously try and do everything nationally. You specialize in your regions and you come back and you present players. And that's a process that we're starting this week. And we did that last year, like you said, Joe, and I think you said on, on draft week last uh, this past month that we had 220 something zoom meetings. And this is where that number starts to count because yeah. it's everybody sits down. We open up the floor. Everybody introduces the players that they watched. gives you kind of the broad brush strokes uh, introduction to that player. And if there's any further questions about that player's skill sets, uh, we go into those. And then if there's any questions or topics that come up along the way, as far as uh, player evaluation or dynamics of a position and how it projects to the next level, not, not even necessarily specific to the player. Uh, that's also where those conversations come up. So our collective group, you know, we've had hundreds and hundreds of hours of conversations uh, and that starting for us again this year. And, and we hope to, uh, have you guys be a little bit more included in some of that stuff throughout the course of the summer. And we're excited for that as well. Uh, but that, that process all starts this week for us. That's funny. We've been doing this for a long time. 
and never in consecutive years has it been exactly the same process. And, and I don't think it ever should be. If you're not learning and, and applying new information that you learn from speaking to other people and hearing about their process or hearing about a team's process, then I don't think you're doing it right, right? It's always an evolving process. And so it's been really fun to talk with the group in anticipation of this week and get some ideas on what we can do differently this cycle to make our process even better. And I really like something that Jordan Reed brought to the table. And I, I don't know if we're going to do this or not, but I'm at least going to bring it up for the sake of this conversation. He said, you know, when we present players last year, it was, you know, okay, Kyle, you have the big 10, you did Rondell Moore wide receiver, Purdue, tell us about the player and you would, and it was really thorough and everybody would do that for their own guys. But Jordan heard the idea and thought it would be cool to at least bring it up to our group that, all right, you have to start your presentation by introducing the player in one sentence. You can't have more than one. And that's going to be a challenge. I know for me, for you, a lot of our guys, right. It's going to be challenging, but it's, it's, um, it's really cool. The idea to just kind of get all of the information that's most important into one sentence and then build the discussion from there. And so I, I really liked that idea that Jordan brought up, Kyle. I don't know if we're doing it or not, but no, uh, we're, we're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. We're doing yeah. that. So, so that's, if you can't tell uh, our meeting to uh, on Tuesday, which is our first staff meeting this week is going to be to finalize all the fine details and then player eval start on Wednesday. So we haven't finalized everything about this process yet. So who knows? You guys may even sit in on us coming up with a new idea of something that yeah. we end up doing that we had not even previously discussed about here when we're talking about doing summer scouting. So um, I guess my question is, if we were going to do that for Rondale Moore, what would your sentence have been? Oh, man. Well, and that's funny because he's not my player, but I'll try it. I'll try it. Well, you know, you liked Rondell more than I did, so I got to give yeah. you the floor here. Yeah, if he was healthy, I think everybody would, right? That's correct. Um, that's the Ron sentence. <laughs> no, if I'm he was healthy, everybody would like him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what? It's not bad. It's not bad. Uh, I would say Rondell Moore is one of the most dynamic football players I've ever seen with the ball in his hands. Uh, shoot, that's that's one. That's sentence. a sentence. That's it. That's the whole <laughs> that's thing. That's the first time ever doing it. Now you have to do it, and you're going to do one of my players, Kyle. If it was Travis Etienne, how would you do that one sentence? Travis Etienne is a dynamic home run hitting three down back. The, uh, this is where you get into. No, I was trying to decide if I wanted to use an and or a but. You, you ever hear Nick yeah. talk about ands and buttons? Yes. Like, are you an and guy or a butt guy? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's tremendous. Yes, I love that. That's yes. what I was sitting there at that intersection, and I said, do I make my and or butt here? And I couldn't come up with <laughs> what it was, was going to be, but that's a really cool application of yeah. what Nick Saban had said. And if anybody listening, you know, I'm sure you and I have both heard it, but I'm sure there's mm -hmm. people listening to this podcast that have not heard – Nick Saban talk about being an and guy or a butt guy. Uh, he says, uh, he tells his players all the time, do you want to be known in NFL scouting rooms as an and guy or a butt guy? They'll go through all of your merits athletically and all the things you're physically capable of doing and how good of a player you are or not. But at the end of every single conversation, they're going to say, and he goes to all his classes He's involved in his community. He cares. He does the right things. 
or they're going to say, but he skips his classes. He doesn't, uh, doesn't pay attention to small details. He's late to meetings and so on and so forth. So that's the challenge and the gauntlet that Nick throws down to his players to say, it's up to you. Do you want to be known as an and guy or a butt guy? So I think we're going to be using a lot of ands and butts when we do (laughs) our presentations. And now we are very much feeding into uh, the messaging that Nick Saban has provided his players. Yeah. And look, when we do this for real, real, and neither one of us were prepared for that moment, I am going to write my sentences in advance so that I can get get everything packed in there that I need to, you know, it's like, yeah, there's, there's no prep work for the meeting to get your right thoughts together for, for your single sentence presentation um but yeah that, that's cool who doesn't want instant gratification if you're looking for satisfaction there's no need to wait with credit karma money you can win cash reimbursements for debit purchases credit karma money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases when you use your credit karma money debit card you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on up to five thousand dollars Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, member FDIC, Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. All right, Kyle. So for people, I don't want to be assuming about everybody yeah, that's the, knowing. That's the worst, that's the worst yeah. thing we do because yeah, we're, we're in this on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. We talk five times a day. Yeah. Yeah. And we're at that point where early in the process where there could be a FaceTime call that is a film clip, you know? Yes. <laughs> You'll get I got more, a handful of those the those. other day on Grayson McCall. And I, I, I and look, I, I, I don't need to see any more. I'm good. Um, so... Our structure, it's me, it's you, it's Jordan Reed, it's it's Dre Harris. We have regions. Maybe let's kind of take this from an even higher level. What what does this look like? Let's let's kind of put this into the year-round calendar because all right, summer scouting is great. Why is it important and how does it set the foundation for you know January through April, the draft season, if you will? So the way the process works from start to finish, which we found out last year, and we may tweak. Uh, like you said, I think it is important to continue to evolve and change your process and not be static and just do the same thing over and over again and, and grow for, and apply more of the things that you find worked for you and less of the things that didn't. But um, we will take the next three months and we will deep dive into our regions. For example, I have the Big Ten. Uh, I think you and I have split Conference USA. Yep. Uh, I have the Sun Belt. So I'm going deep dive into those conferences, watching each of the teams, looking for players, researching the rosters, looking at transfers that are coming in. 
And everybody is doing that with their specified regions. Joe, you live in North Carolina, you got the ACC. Uh, Jordan has the Big 12, um, and Dre has the Pac-12. We've split the SEC amongst the group of us. And I would be remiss to not mention Brentley Weisman, who uh, works with us as well. And, and he's more of a hybrid role where he does content stuff, and he also does scouting stuff, and uh, former NFL scout. And, and he's going to be a part of this process for the first time in the summer because uh, he didn't start with us until the fall last year. Uh, but Brentley is going to be a hybrid guy where he's going to, you know, rotate in and look at people from each group, a little bit more of a national guy to kind of help him set his foundation uh, for once we get to April of next year. And it's the draft, which is the big feedback that everybody has is doing it this way, scouting your region and doing a deep dive and, and fully knowing those players, letting the season play out, watching your players from your region, and then doing the final film evaluation of them from the end of November to the first two weeks in January. And then starting the middle of January, we stack the grades that everybody from every region gave their respective players and we list it. And then we go back to the top and all five of us at the same time, Joe, Dre, Jordan, Brentley, and myself, we'll watch on the same day, the top three players on the list. And then we'll all assign that player a grade, but the report was written by the guy whose region he belonged to. And then we'll have a chance for every scout to build their own individual big board. We'll have a consensus ranking for the player. And when it's all said and done and you do cross checks from mid January all the way through until the week before the draft, the end result is you have, 200, 250 players that get cross-checked grades and watched by all five people. And then you'll additionally have the players that you didn't get to on the bottom of the big board uh, that didn't get cross-checked, but they're ideally your late day three and UDFA types anyway. Not everybody watched those players, but you still have those players graded as well. So it's a cool way for everybody to assemble their own big board because we want every scout to have a working knowledge of the entirety of the draft class without charging everybody with writing 250 scouting reports on the top 250 national guys, and then going and trying to invest time to go find sleepers. Yeah. So that's, that's how that process works from start to finish. I re my favorite thing about that process is obviously I have my own region. Everyone does. And I love knowing everything about those schools. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I have ACC, AAC, half of Conference USA, and then LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee. I know everything about those players in those schools. The challenging part is, you know, I didn't watch Justin Fields until January. And, right. and so that's kind of the, the give and take with it. So I, I, I don't have to know everything all like right away. Like I, I'm okay with that, but it did get a little bit weird sometimes where it's November and people are asking me about, uh, you know, whatever player, uh, not in my region. And I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> ask me in February. <laughs> now, I know about this tight end for Virginia tech, if you want to get there, but you know, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I, but I've enjoyed that. And the, the reality is like, we all have connections within the NFL in different area scouts that we speak to. And I remember having conversations and I still do have conversations with people with NFL teams. And you, you talk about a player and they're like, 
yeah, it wasn't in my region. I didn't do them. And they don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this, this, this marries and in, in, is more in line with exactly how an NFL scouting department goes about their process, which is our goal. And, and we have guys in Dre and, and um, Brentley that have scouted four teams and they're like, yeah, this is, this is pretty much in line with what they're doing. Now, obviously they have a, a unless you're the Bengals, you have a, a bigger, <laughs> uh, a bigger staff that, you know, the regions are a little bit smaller, but, um, you know, I think we make up for that and not having to, to drive uh, across the country all the time. We can spend our more time in the film and uh, embrace the, the information that we do get. So, um, that's my, I guess I just wanted to say my favorite and I guess the most challenging part about the way that we do it. Yeah. That's definitely been an adjustment because, you know, we, I started in the draft space in 2013 and you're sitting there and, you know, you're those first two years, you're, you're really ambitious and you got all this energy to get into it. And I think the first year I watched 328 players and uh, they were all done by like April 15th, because I put out the, the prospectus that year on April 15th and 328 write-ups and two weeks to spare. Like I could have kept going. I, I could have got 400 that year with full deep dive write-ups and, um, so to start with that mentality mm-hmm. and then to not watch my Trevor Lawrence all 22 until whatever <laughs> that first Monday was, I think it was like January 15th yeah, or, or January 22nd for us, whatever that was, because we, we kind of knew that with the, the all-star events being out of whack this past year, we had a little bit more, uh, we had less travel time on the calendar. Right. Um, that was really weird. You know, I was, I would have been, I'd have been watching the games, the top game of every top quarterback every single week. I'd have been watching every Justin Fields throw, every Trevor Lawrence throw, every Mac Jones throw in the old way that I'd have done it. I'd have been watching those weekly, watching those games and just eating them up. And uh, it definitely, tests your discipline a little bit and yeah. there's nothing there's nothing wrong with you know putting on the 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 game day game on saturday night <laughs> instead of maybe opting for uh marshall troy or something like that if it's playing at the same time but you know during the week you know you'd probably be best served to, to hope that game's on your dvr and come back and watch it yeah. later in the week but yeah, we've yeah all it's, got it's, drifting eyes man you know it it's just... it's inevitable yeah you know and jordan jordan reed doesn't even pretend about it you guys no. out there tweeting about my guys right now, you know, like, Hey, Andrew Booth is mine, bro. Like focus on Oklahoma, man. Yeah. So. He was dropping Malik Willis tweets the other day too. I'm like, man, chill. He, I know he used to go to Auburn, but he goes to, to Liberty now. So that's <laughs> oh, fun, man. Need to tell you guys about Bill Bar. You know it. It's the best tasty protein bar on the planet. So many amazing flavors. I think my favorite right now is the coconut almond. I can't get enough of it. They're all delicious. You and coconut, all, huh? Uh, yeah, listen. You and dude. coconut. Uh, I didn't give it a chance at the beginning, and and I I, I get, dude, you must have gotten twenty or thirty <laughs> different coconut you, bars you from kept me. Giving them away. I yeah, and now I now I I've made that mistake. Those will not be available for you <laughs> next time you're in town. But uh, all of the built bars are delicious. They're covered in one hundred percent chocolate, soft and easy to chew. They're like eating a candy bar, but they're good for you. They're perfect for anyone who is health conscious, whether you want to lose weight maintain weight, or just indulge in something delicious, you got to try Bilt Bars. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, and great for the keto diet. 
have a deal for you. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So not only is Kyle's daughter part of our podcast, we now would like to welcome Logan, the cat, to the podcast. Uh, this is a this is a sight to behold. <laughs> so Madeline heard you talking about Built Bar, so she just puked yeah. up all her milk. And oh, made, made room to so she knew she was gonna have room for a built bar in her belly too. So we're mm. having a grand old time over here this morning on a Monday. All by all, dad's all by his lonesome. And is that why the cat came up? Did the cat want to assist with uh, cleaning up the? No, is that only it, a dog it, thing? That's a dog thing. The oh, cat man. is definitely gonna be a lifesaver here because he's gonna preoccupy the kid for our final, final stretch segment? here as we come through and finish yeah. today's show. If I wind up doing the send off today, everyone will know that things got a little dicey. <laughs> so Kyle, I mean, we, we've one thing that I think we were all supposed to do over the weekend and you and I have, have done already is um, develop those watch lists, right? So, you know, you, you mentioned we're going to, what is it? Mid July or something like that. Yep. Um, and so that winds up being around 108, 110 players per person. So we've all kind of went through with our respective schools and developed that watch list. And inevitably you become aware as you, as you dig into guys, right? You're starting with your top names. As you dig into players, others will pop other players that you have down become lower priority that you might save for during the season. If they wind up becoming a meaningful contributor in ways that maybe you didn't anticipate. So that's where we're at. We're at that point where the watch lists are being formalized. They're fluid. And, you know, we start doing write-ups Wednesday of this week. And so we're going to become well-versed on this class very, very quickly here because across our team, it's 12 players a day. And, yeah, I mean, it, you know, 12 plus 12 plus 12, I'm not going to do too much math here, but that, yeah, that builds a pretty math. big Don't list pretty, pretty quick. Uh, so as you, Kyle, you've, you've formalized your list, I have as well. Is there a couple of players that you just can't wait to get your eyes on? Uh, I love scouting quarterbacks. I know um, you're always that guy. You're like the first thing you do. It's like the quarterbacks. And to me, it's like, almost like I, I want to get to him like in the middle towards. The uh, end. Yeah. I'm going to blow my wad on quarterbacks here. Yeah. And this is not a good, this is not a good, good year to have my region and love quarterback play. I'll say that. Uh, so the, the quarterbacks of most significance, Malik Willis, who I watched, I wrote up already. I really enjoyed him. I think he's really exciting. But beyond Malik Willis, you're talking about guys like Michael Panix. <laughs> it's how is he? I know you've already peeped him. What's what's like the very high level? What are we he, getting into with him? Okay, so here's my one sentence breakdown on Michael Panix Jr. He is a discount version of Malik Willis. Done. Wait. Then you would have to have watched Malik Willis to know. <laughs> well, that's part of the joke here. Okay, it's, it's not. Right. It would not be my legitimate. All right, but all because right. I said I liked Malik Willis, um, Grayson I McCall, Brandon Peters, Talia Tungavailoa, Tanner Morgan, Graham Mertz, like these are the guys that I have to work with this year in my region. I, you had a quarterback transfer that I did last year, Ruth, uh, Anthony Russo from Temple. Now he's at uh, somewhere in your area. Um, oh, forgot where it's at. Really? Yeah, he's uh, yeah he's he's transferred over. 
Uh, hold on. Now we got to know Michigan state. He's at Michigan state and he can't beat out Lombardi. <laughs> I don't know what to that, say. No, that's good. That's yeah. he should, he should take that job and he should, you know, <laughs> and, and I've seen enough of Rousseau cause like temples, like the closest yeah. major school to, to where I live. Um, so I see them on TV quite a bit. I went to a game two years ago. So, uh, yeah, he, he should do well there. You should mean, keep your head above water quarterback. Like Lombardi is not like no right. disrespect, but man, like I watched if, cause Michigan state, like I, all the defensive players in the big 10 that we watched last year, it felt like I was always watching them play Michigan state. And I'm like, yo man, this guy's terrible bad, you know? <laughs> so, so and Michigan state him and was Clifford a rough and, rough. and that Minnesota quarterback, man, there were some big 10 quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Sean, like, Sean Clifford's back. Oh, again. goodness so. gracious. And Morgan's back too. Yeah. Okay. So the, uh, the big 10 region is limited <laughs> with its options at the quarterback position, but, uh, I enjoy watching that group. Uh, obviously the Ohio state, I, there's a, there's a fair group of big 10 wide receivers between Ty, Ty Fry, Frogel, uh, both the Ohio state kids, Chris Olavi and Garrett Wilson, Jahan Dotson had a productive year this past year as well. David Bell at Purdue. So it's going to be a good year for me with wide receivers. Uh, and it, it was a limited year in that regard, uh, this past year. So I think that that's kind of the give and take to, you get some groups better than others. Yeah. Um, do I, I have uh, who's my quarterback, Sam Howell from North Carolina. He's my big name quarterback uh, that I'll be digging into. And then some carryover guys like the Kings back at Miami. I'll be, in- be interested to see if anything has changed there with my eval Malik Cunningham, Louisville. Uh, I mean, I can only get excited about the miles Brennan's of the world so much. Um, you know, I think, I think for me, I want to, I want, I got, I have some really good corners in my region. I had Stingley from LSU. Ahmad Garner from Cincinnati, Andrew Booth from Clemson. I think that's and there's this quarter from uh, from Louisville uh, that that sounds really interesting as well. Uh, has a name that's kind of hard to say, uh, but um, I think that's where my my most of my excitement is going to be is is getting eyes on these corners uh, because I think collectively this year's cornerback class has a chance to be really really good. So um, stay with us because we're going to let you know what's really really good and what's not really really good as we start our work on the 2022 NFL draft. And uh, we really hit the film hard this week. Our entire team, like we mentioned, three players a day, starting on Wednesday, all the way through middle of July, we'll have over 400 reports for you. Can I cut you off really, really soon? What you got? Can I cut you off real quick? Um, So you were talking about corners. Mm -hmm. I got a corner in my group. Yeah. Any guesses what the school is for this corner? I mean, I'm sure you have multiple corners, but yeah, but the one that I'm you're most excited excited for. for. Yeah, uh, no, I have no idea. So he goes to Marshall. Okay, his name is Stephen Gilmore. It's from Rock Hill, oh, South brother? Carolina. Yeah, so it's Stefan and Stephen. Oh boy. Yes. And you have um Porter, Joey Porter's son. Yeah, Joey Porter Jr., who's a baller, and he plays in the secondary okay. too at Penn State. So all right, no pressure. Um, uh, I don't know if anything will touch last year's uh, you know, kin, you know, sons and family members being in the NFL. 
uh, prominent names, but there's a couple already uh, this year. So, um, all right. I think we're good here, Kyle. It's been a good, good way to introduce yeah. the process that's about to unfold here at the draftnetwork.com. Yeah, it's going to be uh it's going to be an extensive process. And then that's why we, we like to take inspiration from the teams across the league and what has been proven to work for them, because let's be completely honest, as much as people like to clown on teams for like drafting busts and stuff like that with the resources, the NFL has and the experience that they have doing this process uh, odds are, they're going to have a lot of efficient ways to tackle the process that, you know, you, you, if you try and reinvent the wheel, you know, it might make sense for you individually, but we are fortunate enough to have an amazing group of guys that we're working with. So trying to do it any other way just kind of feels a little silly, you know? Yeah. No doubt about it. So as Joe said, is this is a long process. We're going to include you guys in on this process. We're looking forward to it. Uh, we have the live stream tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for Takes on Takes. And would you rather? Uh, so make sure you check out the Draft Network's YouTube channel and see all that we have to offer on that front. And then we also have Monday through Friday Draft Dudes. As always, we got you for this offseason, so hit subscribe on the podcast. Stay plugged in. We hope to see more of you. We hope to talk to you again later this week. Kyle Krabs, Joe Murno, thanks as always for listening, and have a great day.